Okay, Sean, I guess you don't have any idea what question I'm getting ready to ask you. <laughs> nope, not at all. So when I was down there in Peru, there was different types of food that we ate. And some of it was mm -hmm. good and some of it was... Amazing. Maybe not as good, but... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking, what is... I'm trying to think how to phrase this. You can phrase it in different ways. What is the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Hmm. You'd also maybe say, what is the most distasteful or disgusting food you've ever eaten? But hmm. you could also just talk about what's the most strange or weird outside of what maybe somebody in the Shenandoah Valley would consider normal cuisine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but probably the weirdest thing that I've eaten would be here. I mean, I have, I have eaten, I have tasted... Uh, things like crickets, mealworms, grasshoppers. I'm not sure. I don't think I ate a spider before, but there Ugh. was a friend of mine who. <laughs> <laughs> there was a friend of mine who lived in hmm, Liberia, I believe, and he brought back. Oh, he he came to the states for a visit and brought some some bugs and things for us to eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, I didn't really eat them. It was more like just a, a nibble. And then you can say that you've eaten a cricket or whatever. Yeah. You could eat bugs in the States too, if you wanted, I suppose. Yeah. But the, the oddest thing I've eaten here would be intestine soup from a cow. And so cows have four stomachs and there are a couple of different ways that they make intestine soup. One is where you can use the, one of the stomachs that is like cleaner and, and wider. Uh -huh. And the other is just called tripa, just like all, all the intestines chopped up okay, and, uh, and, and put into the soup. Mm -hmm. And it has, it depends on, on who makes it, but it has a distinct flavor if you've ever butchered before, you know <laughs> what the innards smell like of a cow, probably, mm -hmm. and it's not great. <laughs> and that's what the soup smells like and tastes like. Yeah, dear. Particularly if it's not washed well. And I, yeah, I, I tried that. I had heard about it, and I was offered it at someone's place, and so I accepted it and ate it. It's really, really chewy. Ugh. Um, have you eaten Have you eaten octopus before, James? I have, yeah. Okay, so it's similar to what octopus would be like that that chewy, chewy texture. Mm -hmm. Very similar to that. So it's hard. It was hard for me to get down just from the texture alone because you know you want to chew through your meat and have it ready to go into your gut, and this just doesn't really want to come apart. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I got to help prepare it one time, which was supposed to be a great privilege for me, I think, <laughs> and found out that they usually wash it, usually, I don't know, it is very common in our area, in our community, that it gets washed in the ditch. And part of the reason for that is because of how smelly and whatever the innards are, the uh -huh. inside, what's in the gut. And part of the reason is that's an easy source of water. Mm -hmm. um, usually the ditches here are very deep. And so you can you can have a nice puddle. But 
the one the one <laughs> the one time I helped we were washing this in the ditch while it while cows were on either side of us drinking walking in the ditch the water was muddy cloudy Ugh. and so that made the whole soup experience afterwards that that much more of a rich experience <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's good not to know what goes into the pot. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have an interesting plate that you've tried before? I haven't had anything that is too crazy. I have had ceviche. I didn't have any down there in Peru, but I okay. guess a lot of people know what ceviche is, but it's raw fish that they put mm-hmm. citrus juice on, and the citrus juice denatures the proteins, and in a sense, it looks like it's cooked, and it has a texture like it's cooked, but it hasn't had any heat applied. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty good. I had, I don't think what kind, did I have squid ceviche one time? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I must have ceviche. <laughs> yeah. However, I do, I do really enjoy sushi and mm-hmm. it's not something I eat on a regular basis, but I don't know, every couple months, maybe or so, we'll get sushi. LaShonda really enjoys it. And there's a certain sushi restaurant in Harrisonburg we really enjoy, but it's kind of pricey, so we try not to go very often. But What is sushi, for those who may not know? Sure. So <laughs> sushi, oftentimes you think raw fish, and certainly a lot mm-hmm. of times it does have raw fish in it, but you also wrap the raw fish in usually some seaweed and some rice. Mm-hmm. So you're not just eating a slab of raw fish. If you're eating a slab of raw fish, that is called sashimi. Okay. And I have had that as well. Now, I don't probably don't enjoy that quite as much. <laughs> uh, there, there, the the fish is very much the main, the main thing. So mm-hmm. it's it can be a bit a bit fishier tasting, obviously, but there's not as much texture going on. It's just the yeah. Then a lot of times you'll also put other things in with the fish. So sometimes you'll put cucumber. So if you have cucumber and salmon, mm-hmm. that's what's called a California roll. Cucumber and salmon, or cucumber and tuna. Hmm. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But this is not this is not like canned albacore tuna. This is like yellowfin tuna, which you know has a very mm-hmm. red flesh. Yeah. So, and so that's but that's not really too crazy. Probably the most out there thing I've ever had was Rocky Mountain oysters. Do you know what that is? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite a number of years ago, my dad, we had a bull, and the bull needed to be castrated mm-hmm. and so he could become a steer, and so we did the castration process, and he was pretty large at this point, so I think they they cut them off. They didn't like take the little O-ring and put it around. Yeah. Those of you that have anything to do with cattle, you kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so you had these nice, fresh bull testicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my dad took them in and sliced them up and bred them and fried. And he told me what they were and said, here, you want to try one? And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. And <laughs> I ate one. I was like, huh, this isn't actually very bad. And I think I maybe even ate a couple more. And that's the only time I've ever had Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I have not tried them before. Yeah, I think that's about the craziest thing I've ever had. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that is kind of out there. Yeah, I enjoy many different types of food, but I also tend to not be super adventurous in a lot of ways. So I do enjoy <laughs> yeah. squid 
like I enjoy calamari, but that's not that adventurous. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. some people would say so. I've had octopus, and I've yet to have octopus that I really enjoyed. It was always kind of chewy. The yeah. flavor was fine, but it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't anything that great. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've had that was out of the ordinary. Not really. I've I've eaten an alpaca burger, which would be maybe exotic for a lot of people listening, but it's fairly common here to eat alpaca mm. meat. And it's, uh, oh, I don't know. I would describe it as similar to like uh, sheep or goat meat. It's not, it's not like deer meat and it's not like cow meat, but yeah. maybe somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. One of the things, yeah, Peruvians eat, <laughs> they eat lots of, of what we would consider odd things in the States. None of them have been super offensive um, except for the the intestine soup they make a sort of sausage that they call head cheese okay and i'm not sure if that is the same way that head cheese is made in the states because i never i never had it in the states but i knew that it was a thing but it, it comes out tasting very similar to hmm uh, between bacon and spam <laughs> okay and that's you know using all the all the parts of the head, the inside and outside of the head, Mm -hmm. which uh, some people might feel a little queasy thinking about. But I can eat all the dishes that Peruvians make except for one. Uh, So far, I have not been able to enjoy getting down a whole plate or even enjoying the first part of the plate of a salad that they have with a lot of their meals. And it is just sliced onion and mint leaves like raw fresh mint leaves and they just mix it together there's no sauce there's no seasoning nothing it's just raw onion and raw mint leaves the herb and that is tough for me to eat it's just there's this strong bite of the onion and then you're just eating i mean i feel like a rabbit or something eating all (laughs) the all the mint and it's piled high. They eat large portions of it. Mm-hmm. But supposedly it's supposed to help your gut, particularly if you eat. They always serve it with pork. Mm-hmm. And so they say it cuts the grease and makes it easier to digest. But okay. Tough for me to tough for me to get down. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about not being super adventurous in some ways. One thing that I do not like is I do not like really any sort of organ meat. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, yeah. I've butchered with... I butchered with my family for many years. We don't do it every single year. In fact, it's been a while since we butchered last, you know, a, a butchering pigs, that is. Mm-hmm. And, but I've done it with the Beery family a couple times. And we, you know, you take all the organs, the liver, kidneys, things like that, cut them up and, and dump them into a big kettle of boiling water. And you boil them for a long time until they're cooked. And then you take them out and there's something that is seen as a bit of a delicacy. It's called sweetbreads, okay, which is really just the pancreas. Oh, okay. And so people really enjoy that. But yeah, I've I think years ago when I was probably around ten, ten years old or so, we were butchering just my family, and 
I tried the sweet breads, the pancreas, and didn't particularly like it, and I just have not touched it since mm-hmm. then. But also, when it comes to liver, I cannot stand the taste of liver, yeah. <laughs> whether it's pork liver, beef liver. I can probably handle, I think I've had a little bit of chicken liver, like fried chicken livers, mm-hmm. and that's not terrible. The flavor isn't as strong as a beef liver, but yeah, that's one thing I just am not, ugh. Organ meats, like there's so much other meat on the animal. Why are we eating this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you have, you have, you know, from from a pig, you have bacon, you have sausage, you have roasts, you have you can make pulled pork. Why would you eat the pancreas and kidneys and liver? <laughs> are times this difficult? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the dogs, the the dogs and vultures need to eat too. So let's just feed them. <laughs> Be thoughtful, yeah, yeah. When when you ask this question, <laughs> uh, I'm chuckling now because you you asked me what what my uh, most adventurous dish was or whatever, and immediately uh, I had this this kind of comical thought that James is going to say his most daring dish was one time he put provolone on his hamburger. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. You just you just have. You you love amazing food, but you uh-huh. just have this very safe, like it's like middle of the road mm-hmm. sort of palate. But it's you know it needs to be it needs to be amazing. It needs to taste delicious. But yeah, yeah, I don't really see you getting super far out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on it depends on what you mean by comfort zone. Like I would say, compared to a lot of Mennonites in the valley, my palate would be fairly adventurous. That's true. I mean, you eat more than casseroles. <laughs> yeah, more than casserole and roast beef and mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very but, true. Well, back to butchering with the berries. There's some some person or persons. I won't say their names, mm. but apparently they like taking the liver, like beef liver, and putting it in a blender and blending it oh. into a slurry, and then taking it and pouring it out on a griddle and making liver pancakes, basically. <laughs> and then they probably yeah. put syrup on top too like animals <laughs> oh boy i'm not sure um hopefully it's not maple syrup that would be a, an absolute waste well like the like the uh the royal mounted police might come down from canada and, <laughs> and throw you into handcuffs if you would pour maple syrup onto uh onto liver pancakes well, maybe i should not say I, my my wife's family enjoys maple syrup on on various sorts of meats Uh and uh they are rather they are rather inclusive in their in their butchering of all the meat that they include yeah that should go into the freezer and it was yeah something new for me when i when i got to butcher with them the first few times yeah no (laughs) i um i have put maple syrup on scrapple or pond hauls uh-huh. But um and so that is a little that's you know getting the edge of of what I may be comfortable with in a sense. <laughs> but it's it's not too bad. The, the uh, there's another person at a beery butchering that was eating the marrow out of the bones. Oh they yeah. Were like marrow and I've I've heard that beef marrow if you take, you know, large beef bones and you roast them, the marrow mm-hmm. kind of it's it's very fatty and so it Yeah. It kind of turns into this fatty, and they say you can take that and spread it on toast, and it's like butter, but it's kind of beefy flavored. Mm-hmm. I think I would actually be willing to eat that. 
mm-hmm. there again, that's a little bit on the border of what I may be comfortable with. <laughs> you feel just a little bit like a savage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, supposedly the, the Native Americans would, would kill a buffalo and they would, you know, it'd be there still warm and they would cut it open and take out the liver and just eat the liver raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, one, one more food that I have, I have resisted eating up to this point. I'm not sure if I'll actually eat it or not, but the berries really like tripe or at least some of them like tripe, which is basically pickled beef stomach. Oh, okay. And so, um, my father-in-law really enjoys some of these unique foods and he, he likes tripe. And so a lot of times whenever he makes a batch of tripe, he comes around and (laughs) tries to get me to eat some and, I don't know. Maybe I should just eat it, but I have resisted up to this point. So, yeah. yeah so maybe I'm not as adventurous as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, some of these things, like like tripe brings tripe brings to mind anyway. Some of the the meat cakes and sweet meats in mm-hmm. in Europe. I have never tried any of those, but I have I've read a number of books that are set in Europe, and when they talk about their their meat cakes and their sweet meats and tripe and so on. Mm-hmm. It does not appeal to me. That is just an area of my palate that I've not developed, but maybe I should try it sometime. Yep, I don't know. Certainly, I'm sure that living in a different culture has made you maybe a bit more adventurous than you thought you were before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, when we went, <laughs> whenever we would go out to a restaurant with, with my family or if I would go out with my wife or even some of my closer friends, they all knew, like, they, we didn't even have to look at the menu. They knew that I was going to order a cheeseburger <laughs> or if uh, if I could, a cheeseburger with bacon. That was just, mm-hmm. that's always what I ordered when I went to a restaurant. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was not necessarily an adventurous eater before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we've kind of shared some of our adventurous foods and maybe lack of adventure in some areas. And so I'd kind of... <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of curious, you patrons, what what is the most adventurous thing you've ever eaten? And is there anything that we talked about that just absolutely turned your stomach? Or is there something <laughs> we talked about that actually sounds good? You're like, huh, you know, I never thought about that. Maybe that would actually be something enjoyable. So <laughs> anyway, just, yeah, send us a message or send us an email and maybe we'll mention that on an upcoming episode and if we upset your stomach we're very sorry yeah it was not our intention 